Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, I'm going to explain why the acquisition of Patrick Beverly all but assures the end of the Russell Westbrook era with the Los Angeles Lakers. So as we talked about yesterday or last night on the lowdown in the uh, breaking news edition, special edition of the lowdown, the Lakers acquired and officially announced the acquisition of Patrick Beverly um, late Wednesday night slash early Thursday afternoon. And uh, now that this thing is is done, I had a couple questions that I was kind of asking around. One was like, how did this get done when it did? Apparently, I was under the impression that Patrick Beverly couldn't be moved until the end of August and uh, into early September. But because they only acquired Beverly, they could make this deal right now. Now, it can be kind of roped into a, a future bigger deal. It can obviously stand alone on its own. But because Beverly is coming to the Lakers at, only by himself without any other uh, salary attached to him, that is why this deal could get done when it when it did. And the reason that I think it's interesting that it got done when it did, Miami was interested, very interested in Patrick Beverly, and Beverly was also and is, I would imagine, still interested in playing basketball in Miami. Who wouldn't be? Uh, and given that the Lakers see a a pretty dire need at point guard for <laughs> reasons that we'll get to here in a minute. Uh, the Lakers wanted to get in on Beverly sooner rather than later. Now, do I think that's an efficient allocation of resources, given that Till and Horton Tucker was the only movable go- contract in that kind of 10 to $11 million range? Well, that's a different question altogether. But uh, for the Lakers, they saw it as important to go out there and get Patrick Beverly um, as soon as they possibly could, and that's what they did. Now, why do I think this means the end of the Russell Westbrook era? Well, for a few reasons. One, Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly, like they have gone back and forth for years now, dating back to when Patrick Beverly dove in at the basketball as Russell Westbrook was calling a timeout. He uh, dinged up Russ's knee. Russ took issue with it. Russ considered it a dirty play. And, and clearly the two sides haven't given up on this as... You know, at one point when a reporter asked about Patrick Beverly's defense, Russell Westbrook said, quote, he tricked y'all. Um, and then, you know, so on and so forth from that point forward, where every time I know last year when Russ was really having his struggles with the Lakers, Patrick Beverly would have a couple of subtweets ready to go, uh, just kind of laugh at the entire situation. So clearly these two do not get along. And I know that oftentimes we in the media will over-dramatize these kinds of things. But for the Lakers, if they're trying to mend a bridge here with Russell Westbrook, if they're trying to push forward as if, hey, we're all really committed to making it work together, Patrick Beverly is not the player that they, they would normally go out and get to aid in those efforts. The other reason why I think Russell Westbrook is gone is, look, the Lakers, it's funny, we got leak after leak after leak about, you know, and, and statement after statement after statement from Darvin Ham in how he thought he'd be able to utilize Russell Westbrook. But look, it's like 
the age-old cliche, right? It's one of the first cliches we ever learned. Actions speak louder than words. And even while we were getting those statements from Darvin Ham and leaks from the Lakers organization saying that they couldn't wait to see what they could do with the new coach, with a recommitted Russell Westbrook, even as we were getting that, the first big domino here was the night in Vegas where LeBron and Russ were in the same arena and did not even make eye contact. They went to the, it was so obvious that they were trying to avoid each other that everybody in that arena knew. And I've spoken to people who were in that arena who are in the know, and they said, yeah, that was, that was LeBron planting his flag saying, I'm not having this. And LeBron has tweeted that he can't wait to see how Russell Westbrook does this year. He also tweeted about Kyle Kuzma right before Kyle Kuzma got traded. He also tweeted about Taylor Horton Tucker uh, a little bit before Taylor got traded. Um, generally speaking, if LeBron is tweeting about you, you should probably start looking into movers. And then, as I noted last night, when Jeannie Buss was asked about what she's looking forward to this summer <laughs> or this upcoming season, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Kendrick Nunn? <laughs> Kendrick Nunn? Uh, you have a $47 million point guard, and you're excited to watch Kendrick Nunn play next year? So even while the Lakers were trying to make it look like they were committed to making this work, a lot of times the action, well, always the actions speak louder than words. And the stuff that you say when you don't necessarily mean to say them a lot of times speak louder than the things that you say as you're trying to convince yourself and other people of a reality that just isn't the case. So you acquire Patrick Beverly, somebody that Russ clearly doesn't get along with. You combine that with all of the stuff that I just mentioned a second ago, and those actions have spoken loudly and they have spoken clearly. The other reason why this is the end of the Russell Westbrook era or the acquisition of Patrick Beverly marks the end of the Russell Westbrook era is for the very first time you're starting to see some 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 leaks come out from the Lakers and Jovan Buha had this of the athletic and this was echoed in some of the conversations I have had since that Patrick Beverly being on the roster means that they can send Russell Westbrook home now do I believe that that would actually be the case do I think that we would actually see that come to fruition if Russ wasn't moved well, that's a very different question, but the fact that that's even being mentioned and being mentioned in a way that they are okay with it being repeated publicly, again, they can say that they've been committed to this guy all they want, but this is a pretty freaking loud statement. Yeah, because Patrick is now here, we have a starting point guard, Russ can just go and, and do the John Wall thing, which is an interesting source of conversation uh, that we'll have here in a second. But that notion that they are now okay with letting it be known that they will send this guy home, that's new and that's important. <laughs> Lastly, the reason that the, the Russell Westbrook is probably done here in LA is that trading Stanley Johnson, one of the few wings that the Lakers have, and Taylor Horton Tucker, one of the few guys who have a body who can slide down and play wing for... Uh, Patrick Beverly means that the Lakers are even more deficient at a spot of need. And if you go out and you trade for Buddy Heald, he's not going to help you on the wing. But what might help you on the wing a little bit is by going out and getting somebody like Miles Turner, who, if you aren't going to be very good on the wing, if you aren't going to be very good on the perimeter, 
and you want to funnel players to the rim, then it's really good to have an elite shot blocker there waiting for those players, no matter who was on the court. So, and, and I would imagine there aren't going to be very many, very many minutes where Anthony Davis or Miles Turner wouldn't be on the court. So you, again, it's a whole confluence of events here, but you trade for Patrick Beverly and you still have the two first round picks that you can send to Indiana and bring back somebody like Miles Turner and bring back somebody like Buddy Heald. And now the off season looks a lot more complete than it currently does. And the Lakers have said for weeks, if not a month or so now that they knew that this off season wasn't complete and that more work needed to be done and I just cannot believe that anybody worth their weight in salt in the Lakers organization would think to themselves that Patrick Beverly is enough to prove that they were working behind the scenes to improve this roster. So another step needs to be taken, and I think it's a pretty clear one that the Lakers are eventually going to take. I want to spend the last couple of minutes here on, on a question, frankly, that I'm going to ask you guys, and, and I'm interested to see what you guys think. But let's just say... Essentially, there are two paths ahead for the Lakers now. One path is making the Indiana trade and lifting yourself to fringe contention this upcoming season. Um, so that would be Russ, those two first rounders for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. The other path forward here for the Lakers, now that Taylor Horton Tucker's salary is off of the books, is to send Russell Westbrook home, see what kind of competition the Lakers are capable of especially at the beginning of the year and see if you can keep your powder dry to make a run at somebody in the upcoming offseason I don't think that second path is particularly intriguing to me this is something that Aaron and I are going to talk about on the hook um, tomorrow or today by the time you guys are listening to this but that is apparently something that some people in the organization are taking fairly seriously or, or going to be thinking about. And look, I thought, or one train of thought after the Patrick Beverly trade went down was, oh, okay, cool. So we're just like a matter of hours or so from Russell Westbrook being dealt to Indiana. And clearly the Lakers are again going to take their time, mull things over, do their research on who might be available in free agency next summer. And based on that, they might think it's more prudent to hold off on trading for players who would impact their books next summer and instead try to kick the can down the road one more time and go after somebody in free agency. To me, the path is or the, the, the choice here is pretty clear. I would trade for Buddy Heald and I would trade for Miles Turner and I would continue to compete and I would stop kicking the can down the road while LeBron you know, reaches 40 years of age. But is this a viable path forward if the Lakers were to find out some game-changing free agent might be available next summer? That is a question that we can't answer quite yet. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Make sure you guys check in on the Alex Regla and Alex Padilla Taco Thursday pod as they break down some of the fallout from the Patrick Beverly trade. Um, and then, like I said a second ago, here in a matter of hours, I'm going to be talking to Aaron Larsoul on the hook 
uh, to go over the paths forward for the Lakers from here on out. So until then, and until I talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.